Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Queen Q Key Podcast. What's your boy, Quincy? So, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm still taking a long hiatus. And it's going to be long, a long hiatus because I'm still working on things. There's things still in the back that I want to do and put in production before. I say, hey, everybody, I'm back and be on a consistent schedule and everything. So, let me tell you. So, um, you know that Spotify will anchor. I'm still trying to um, learn their ways of how they're doing the podcast and everything. And they got new tools that is ma- making it easy for anybody to do a podcast. At this point, if you're not doing podcasts, then I don't know why. You know, if you're a content creator, you should do a small podcast, whether it's about a shoestring or the budget or whatever you should do a podcast. Thank you, Spotify, for making it easy. And, you know, thank you, Anchor, first of all, for doing free podcasts where they say, okay, we're going to put it on Spotify. And, you know, Spotify, everybody got Spotify. No one got Spotify. They got Apple. And then we got Apple. Then they own, like, Tidal and that. And I think Spotify is trying to Don't, don't quote me. Don't quote me. But, um, yeah, Spotify bought Anchor, and it's lovely, you know what I mean? It's so lovely. But I'm still on the high 80, but keep a lookout um, for the podcast. I'll make something short like this. Um, you know, May is Mental Health Month. Um, so shout out for all the people that are doing better for this month. Mental Health should be 365, and you will hear that in the conversation. Um, shout out to TT, because it was her birthday month. Shout out to all the Aries. Oh, so, um, yeah, it's really helpful. Um, I have my friend Xavier on there, aka Damien, BKA Damien, aka Xavier. I don't um, say much about um, I don't call him about him because but Xavier is just the same to me. But yeah, so I had him as a guest to, um, you know, explain about. I wasn't trying to niche it, but I know that this is an intimate conversation of mental health, and you will hear this. Now, excuse the patchwork and everything, because I have a patchwork this, on this episode, and that's why I hope it is not like an hour on that, because it was um, technical difficulty with the um, technology, you know, how technology be and everything. So I was like, oh, but... Um, you know, it's still an episode. I will make sure that all his links and information is at the in the description. And y'all are here to talk about mental health. So enjoy and you know, just enjoy. Enjoy the conversation. Enjoy everything. Um make sure if you got anything, any questions, you know how to do. Um I'll put a message on here that because Spotify does do like a question and the answer so answer that question and the next time I do my um podcast it definitely will be answered and I'll make a shout out to you all right enjoy after this little interlude hey 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 how you doing I am doing fantastic. <laughs> so everybody, the Xavier, aka, we don't have to worry about everybody knowing your name. But welcome to the Queen Two King Podcast, everybody. You know we always talk about mental health relationships and sex, and I had to bring you on because you know much of 
me talk about mental health, you know, I like to have close people um, in my life talk about mental health and also, you know, express their feelings about mental health. So how do you feel about this month being Mental Health Awareness Month and about mental health this period? That's a really good question. Um, I feel like mental health awareness needs to be 365 days a year. Um, we, our societies, because we have multiple forms of societies on the planet right now, are all dealing with different types of like, like things that make us feel things, um, also make us react to the things that we are being subjugated to whether that's like multimedia, um, um, actual socialization, and then also the lack of socialization. Um, so mental health should be 365 days a year. This month, though, in particular, I have been seeing a lot of folks talk more about Black men's mental health as well as white men's mental health. Um, and I brought those two things up because of the mass shootings that have been happening, and we're up to 200 now, and that's more than how many days it's been in a year already. So I leave with that. <laughs> with no, 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 that was great because that great, great insight. So, like you said, mental health need to be 365 because I always believe that that's why this my podcast is based off of mental health, relationship, and sex. Um, because all three of those go hand in hand when it comes to things. And then also, I like exactly what you wanted to say that, you know, mental health is bringing up in a lot of different things now. So let me niche it down to this being us being queer Black folks and how we need to speak about our mental health more and we need to talk about mental health more in our culture in our society. I ain't gonna say this is down to that. This is down to us being black folks in the culture of black and brown people that we need to talk about this more. Yes, absolutely. Um and just to think about like um I don't know if this is appropriate to talk about in this podcast, but in my you can own, talk about anything. Okay. In my own personal journey, um I literally just got diagnosed um, because I wanted to make sure that I was okay because of the work that I'm doing in the community. And I just found out that um, I have anxiety and um, PTSD and um, having those, knowing that you have those as a diagnosis, but also knowing that you didn't feel okay all the time, it kind of, it kind of like, um, gave me a, a breath of fresh air in the sense of, hey, Damien, these are some things that you can like work on in a different way or focus on because you're aware of this, your heightened awareness. Um, I, I was petrified. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get these tests done. I don't know what to expect. Like, what does it mean when I find out what I find out? And it wasn't that bad. But we need to make people more comfortable with going to seek help or support when they're not feeling good. Because people normally don't, and that's what um, codifies violence and other malicious behaviors. Right, right. Because, you know, um, 
you know, I'm close with you and you're close with me. And, and it's like in my situation now because many people say, well, Quincy, why haven't you went to a a person to talk to outside that? And so I secretly, and y'all just know now I have, and every time I talk to them, they go, I feel like that you're talking to me and that you're not talking to you're you're all the you are the um therapist and I'm the patient. And they ask me all the time, like, oh, how are you so you know open with that and everything? I said, I said things where they are right now, but I said in the mind, I said, but you know, you gotta go to your three people. I said, my little quincy had broke up to a disabled Quincy, little Quincy, and the able body Quincy. Then I said my middle Quincy is my high, was is going on right now and my low. And I said, them always talk to my little Quincy because they want to know where they at to the Quincy now where I look at them off the table and go, okay, so let's all have a conversation. Are we going to have the intervention today? Are we going to have... We don't know what happened. I was about to say, like, I know I didn't end it. I got the little EPC and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was my um, phone. I just feel like I'm really bad with you. Technology sometimes. It's all right. It doesn't matter. This is my first time actually, because, you know, Anchor was once Spotify, before Spotify took over Anchor, more Anchor. It was Anchor, and they were trying to use the one, this thing. And I was like, I can't do this. I'd rather just set the phone up this way and use us to hear the conversation, record it, and bam, and now actually doing the little um interview the um, um invite thing and doing this mm-hmm. is so brand new to me too so look everybody bear with me while i'm still on a little hiatus because i think recording full episode really getting out of me because i got a lot of things going but back to the issue and topic of mental health i forgot where i was at we when we left off we were talking about your experience with visiting therapists and how you felt on one side of the room versus the other side of the room. That's what I remember. Okay. Yes. Okay. Thank you for dragging my memory. So, you know, people and therapists asking me, like, how are you, like, dealing with this? I said, first of all, um, maybe, like I said, maybe because I know my three different self for me being me, who I am now, to my high, to my low self, and the middle self now, and to the Two, my little Quincy being that now one is, is disabled and knowing is like as a disabled person, then know like as an everybody person where we all sit down, have the intervention ourselves at times. Sometimes we just got to check on each other to say, how are we doing today? Is today we're going to wake up okay and that. And I was like, no, you know, when it comes to doing the therapist, I said, everybody get therapist. I said, everybody needs a therapist. Everybody go get one. I just, I don't know, because as much reading as I do, as much stuff as I do alone because I'm a person I can I can be alone okay but having two or three good friends that I know that I can chat to that way or we chat a little bit we can be years from now and not speak to each other and we can come back to this come back to the table I'm okay of being alone and I was like in my experience now especially now I thought like, I'm not a, I know I'm never alone but I keep myself alone because I want to learn more about this I want to dive into this because that's like you know one of the many things that 2000 I said 2019 2023 that's when I got shot everybody 2019 2023 has bombed me the way of Quincy you need to be an advocate we're gonna put you aside advocacy and also you about to sign 
like something that no one ever know noticed because you bring something different and you culturally bring something that everybody needs, but everybody gonna need it on a level of language, vocabulary, and vernacular. So I'm still getting a handle with that. But um yeah, like um therapy and me are still trying to be friends and I'm still trying to find the right therapist, which is I talked to one and the one lady and she got me and I told her that I still want to do her. She told me she's like, you know that um pretty much you are you are a natural you have a natural um, therapy, like have that, you know, you can um, resonate with people, or you can just you you know that empathy part of it, and not sympathy part. But she says, "But baby, me and you got a child." And when she said "child" and "baby," it was like I don't know that her soul and my soul, or her people's my people's, and she touched me, and I go, "Oh, all right, I need to come to you. I need to come back to you." She says, "Whenever this court stuff is done, and that whatever you come to me." I'll put you on my waiting, waiting list. You'll be up there at the top. So hopefully I'll get to um, go to her. So that brings me up to the question about, you know, I know that you've seen the therapist every day. How did you choose this therapist? How are your therapy sessions going? And how are you going through therapy? How has it helped you be a better person or at least get your life on a path that you wanted to be? Okay, y'all, so hopefully y'all can hear me, um, you know, I'm a little in the back and recording this. I'm recording this short rant because, baby, 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 I'm trying to be the Martin Luther King and be the Byron Rustin, but they're bringing out Malcolm X and, whoo, a little James Baldwin, more like James Baldwin, Malcolm X. So, I'm in this this discord and i love this discord they talk about puppetry and that and they got a thing on nfts being the skim and all that in which i don't care i mean you know i respect your opinion but i don't accept it and i'll be telling people there's difference between respect and acceptance acceptance is that you accept their views accept their flaws and all like beyonce said respect is i respect your views i you know, understand that that's your views, that's your opinions, but I'm going to let you live on this earth. And T.S. Madison has said this on our show. I need to get the clip where she said this. So shout out to T.S. Madison if she ever hear this. But I'm in this certain um, Discord group, and it's all about, puppetry, all about puppetry and whatever. And I love it. I really love it. The people there are so lovely. But it's this one particular person that baby, they can get it on site. Come and see about me like Joe Scott because I just want to. <sighs> so they was like, oh, I'm arguing. Now, this is a whole debate I'm thinking. And let me sit some more tea about this. <laughs> Excuse me. This is a whole, they, they was trying to argue. And I was like, this is a whole debate because I respect your excuse me, I respect your opinion about NFTs and everything, but I don't accept your, you know, I don't accept your, you know, opinion, your thoughts about this, and they said, I'm, they trying to argue me down and everything, and first of all, you're a white European person in the UK, 
and you go by they, them pronouns. And like I was telling them, the way you speak to me is the way that people speak about you using the they, them pronouns. So, I don't understand. And you're in the UK. You're not in America to say, oh, it's a scam. It's da 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 And if you feel, and I'm telling everybody out there, if you feel that NFTs is a scam and crypto is a scam, I respect your opinion. Now, if I accept it, no, because I'm in the space. I'm learning as I go with the space of entities and that. And I have sold some with my puppet, Orange Digger. And I have made some money with the entity world and everything. But, baby, baby, don't come for me because I didn't send for you. And they call me a cunt. And I just laughed because I said, you know, my world, if you cunt, that means you're... Um, you're 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 good. That's a good word as a compliment. And the way that you try to use the word, it was just like, okay, so you hear my background. That's why people are talking and everything. I told you we very short podcast, but baby, baby, come and see about me. I don't and they don't um say nothing and everything because I know that they still hating and whatever. What you can hate and do whatever about that, but at the same time. At the same time, please don't come for me while I didn't send for you. That's America. And also that you are a European white person. A European white person because I have seen your photo. And I'm a black person in America. We have two different sides, two different things. That's like, that was like, oh, and I'm, I didn't told you my story, everything. And you was trying, like I said, I feel offended because the way you're saying this is, you know, Coming from me and my uh, opinions and my views and that, where well, I respect your views and opinions, please respect mine as well. And if you don't accept it, okay, I understand. Please don't do it. Please do not do it. And I mean, please do not do it. And when I tell you that I want and come and do some things for this European white person, I want to come and do some things to this European white person. I really do. You in the UK. Try to argue with me, and I'm just debating with you about this whole entity subject and everything. Which, like I said, I absolutely accept your bullet points and all that, and respect them. I respect more. I, I respect your bullet points, and they're bullet points that I accept because I feel the same way. But the overall accepting of what you're saying, oh hell no, oh hell no, motherfucker, fuck that shit. At this point, fuck that shit. That's some bullshit and everything. And like I told them, the way that you're speaking and the rhetoric, rhetoric, you know what I'm talking about, the rhetoric, you know what I'm talking about, the way that you're speaking is someone in your country saying, oh, so why do you choose the they, them pronouns? And this is that. And why can't you live your life? And then they're trying to say, I'm transphobic and everything else. I was just making the point that the way that you are speaking and everything and all that. Now, you know, I'm the type of person that will put the receipts up. And I'm not going to put the receipts up and be petty, but I want to be petty so bad. I want to be petty, petty so bad. Petty, and I mean extra petty so bad because. This been on my mind and in my heart. And I just joined back to server because at the same time, I need to occupy space in the server because I'm the only colored person in the server. 
that I know of. And if I'm the only colored person, black person in the server, I need to occupy this place for more black puppeteers and, you know, people to be in this server. Because in the puppetry world, it's already small. And, you know, oh, yeah, I'm a puppeteer, y'all. So go check out my Instagram, my my business Instagram, my personal Instagram. It has all that. But at the same time, I'm just lost. Very lost. Very, 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 very lost because it's already small burn puppetry, and now you're trying to make it racist and very, if it's not racist, prejudice. And I'm just like, it's already small in the puppetry world. And if you're a puppeteer, it's okay, and it's very, very, when I tell you, very, and I'm gonna go with very small thing when it comes to puppetry and that, so you know. Very small world, and you very got to go to the people say, "Oh, you this and you that, you this, you that." And we tell some. First of all, when it comes to me, baby, don't don't do that to me. Talking about trying to say, "Oh, you no 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 no." I do this for. First of all, I build my puppetry for you know, for myself a bit, but I will these different puppets for the fact that they take when they take over they take over my body and this is not Quincy no more it's the character that they want to do and want to play and all that and you know the puppetry world is very small and when I tell you when I tell you I want to slap the shit out this European as they them motherfucker I really do and I really do and I'm trying to be the Martin Luther King because my bestie then told me to make sure that you, it's the experience that you want to go after. Not the bag, not that, and violence is not the answer. But this right here, I burn bridges. Let me tell you, there's um shout out to I Paint Creatures um, for this yokai. Her name is Congo, and she's a real fiery type um, yokai and the yokai is on the western okay on the eastern side they are japanese folklore tales they use that to you know tell tales like menstrual cycles you know tell tales that you know different life journeys while on the western side here they did strange spirits and he made these strange spirits to help um and to still give the japanese folklore things like you know so time to teach you so this one particular yokai her name is congo um she's all about burning stuff and there's different flames there's a blue flame that's real hot there's a yellow flame that we get all stuff and when i tell you i'm like her and i will go to her voice and go this is how she sounds she sounds just like this and go baby child or not even baby child you know, I will burn a bridge in a minute because there's a bridge I'm connecting and making and sculpting with my flames. And I'm going to burn this bridge down. I don't really care. But, you know, me thinking about, you know, me occupying this space and me going to bring other black puppeteers in, just like Kevin Nash. You know, he did the whole Elmo, and Elmo became the shit. And when I say the shit, the shit, he's over... <laughs> He got more sales than Big Bird, but Big Bird, like, you know, got more sales than that. But it was a black man that made Elmo the character, a character. And he occupied that space for black, more black puppeteers to come. I'm not saying that there wasn't more black puppeteers during that time of Kevin Class and Richard Schwartz. 
Um, I'm not, I'm saying that there's not no more um, of them puppeteers that's not going to come and, you know, occupy the space or occupy the space at the time. But now, you know, the puppeteering um, culture is very small, especially with um, us as black people. There's a lot of black puppeteers now, like, um, the his name is Ninja. Then you got, um, I'm going to say his name, bro, um, Ty, Ty, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm bad with names. I'm going to butcher her name in a minute. I will. Um, unless it's that. But I know his last name is Bennett. If you look at my business page, I did a whole thing about him and puppeteering. But I'm just like, baby, 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 baby. You are trying to come for me. And you just don't know. You just don't know about me. Jill Scott, once again, got a song called Come and See About Me. Come and see about me. And I'm on that point. Come see about me. Because on site, whether I know you come in about either give me pressure to whoop your ass or you come in on the thing about this being friendly. And yes, I can take the friendly or that. But baby, baby, you just don't know about me. You just don't know that I will whoop your ass. Whoop your ass. On site, I don't care. I'm disabled. I got shot. I will whoop your ass. You just don't know about me. You just don't know that I will beat your ass. Now, I'm going to be on the Fendi side and go, I'm trying to accept because that's one of my peoples and all that. And you know what? Fuck that alphabet mafia shit as well because I don't come from the alphabet mafia. I come from alphanumeric. And you see as black people, as black culture of being queer, gay, bisexual, lesbian, you know, we come from the adjacent men, adjacent, you know, it's all adjacent or I'm, uh, what is it? I'm male, I forgot what it is, but it's alphanumeric and you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna start this shit. These white people and, oh, Flavor Row said it and I'm gonna say it with Flavor Row echo. If you white in America, regardless of if you white in America and gay or whatever you are, you still white in America. This like you still white in the whole world if you white. And I ain't gonna do that. And if you black, you so black in whatever country you are, whether it's mixed with, you know, having some white blood, it's mixed having, you know, indigenous blood, whatever. You are still colored. My friend said, why? I say colored because I said, I know I'm colored because I do have some white and I'm born of this American soil. And this American soil have blood on its hands of black, BIPOC, and brown people, period. And I'm not going to, you know, go on to not say color because color. And I know that we have reached the power of, you know, us not being called Negro, um, us not being called the name, but I respect the Negro. I respect all this, all the language that it was spoken about me and by our people because you need to say this, you need to say this so it won't disappear and go, oh, well, you know, blah, 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 blah. And no, 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 no. It, it needs to be said because our generation is getting lost and more the kids are not learning, more our culture kids not learning. And also the critical race theory is getting thrown to door in different states like Florida and this and that. And that's some bullshit. Time to say, oh, no, they're trying to race us and we're not going to be the race. I'm one person to tell these kids about our culture. That's why, babe, everybody know babe, my, one of my brands, babe, stand for 
bomb-ass energy. Now, a couple of kids, you know what I'm saying, you kind of went to the schools and said it in. They have looked, the principal had looked at what Babe said for this, okay, and they weren't girl with teacher she said it's an emphasizer it's da 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 and was going in i was like oh my goodness oh my goodness she's going in about babe so i said i gotta change this and not do babe like this so i said babe stands for black american english and someone said you better oh yeah oh yeah it's me trademark right now so do not take that if i ever see y'all using babe at black american english and i was the first one that used black american english on that I will be suing you. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. So you said on my here on my podcast, you gonna hear on my lies and everything about Bay saying for Black American English. And I was one I was the first one that used that. But yeah, is this is this the whole thing of respect? Respect people. If y'all respect people, we will have more people on this earth. More. And I'll meet more people on this earth. Had to sip my tea. This is one of the tea moments. More people on this earth and people will be living and more people will be living and procreating where acceptance is, I don't got to, I don't have to, you don't have to accept me, like I don't have to accept you, but disrespect me so I can live on this earth and do what I got to do and this be the service because one thing that, you know, for anybody that's listening to this, I respect that you don't have no religion, that you're atheist and a and uh, something it's over the A, and if you are not, you know, I respect. I respect and accept that because you know your walks in life or your different religion that is your walk in life. But my walk in life with God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit was gave my ancestors the blood to you know for me to live on this earth and this dirty soil, America, that I get to live on it, and you know. um that's my walk, and you know, I'm a person that I'm real empathetic, real empathetic, and I mean real empathetic, real. Did I say real empathetic? Real empathetic. Excuse me, but at the same time, I'm not gonna take no bullshit. I'm not gonna take oh this and all that. Y'all need to be real empathetic. Empathetic comes from being respected and also accepting. It's empathetic, but. If y'all not doing that, that's why we have the problems here. Even the problems in, in my little small culture, it's just like, boo, 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 bam, bam, bam. You know, like, oh, y'all got to get better. Y'all, we got to get better as people. And I'm getting better as a person, too, because I have my moments. And I do have moments. And I tell people, I will push the scale on it. But at the same time, I will respect and accept. I know what my respect is. I know what my acceptance is. And y'all, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Oh, that's your white people. Y'all got the respect and recept- acceptance all mixed up because, yeah. And at the same time, it's... Okay, but yeah, at the same time. So that's my small little rant, y'all. And we'll be back after these commercial messages. Hello, hello, okay, hello. I have to make sure. Yes, I make sure it's not me. I was like, I bet as much as I'll pay for internet for this bitch. It better $100. So, the last time the, the podcast dropped, I was left in a room alone. From what I can see, I don't know if there's, yeah, I don't know if there's other people in the room, but no, you, you disappeared. No. And- 
no, you the only one in the room because, like, I guess every time you do this, you give a different link. So it will tell me after it gets all done, like, okay. oh, this one is processed, this one is processed. So. Yeah. I was like, what? What's going on? Oh, they got a pink pineapple. Okay, let me do it like this. Let me get off of there. I thought I was going to win some money doing the poem, but I didn't. But I was, at least I was. I was what well, I didn't even know. I don't know. I don't care. So anyway, back to the questions um, that I asked you before we got cut off about therapy. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here, baby. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Look, the TV they got you. I don't heard the TV saying something. Is that they're still like, hold on, I got you. Yeah, that's background um, TV stuff. My uh, my apologies. Um, and actually, let me make sure you don't have that in your podcast. It don't matter. I look. Okay. I say record where you at. Be comfortable <clears throat> because I don't give this is a podcast. I know that we are genuine. We are transparent, and you can be out on it. You can go on the toilet pooping. And I'm not going to lie. I want to. I want to do more podcasts. Can we like do something like on a regular or try? Like, it, it doesn't even have to be, like, every day. It could be, like, once a week, two times a we, week. It we would can. be great to do a podcast. Like, like, do you want to think of some things? I know there's probably... Oh, I got, got a whole bunch of things. I got a whole... Okay, oh, cool. I got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, um, the, you know, at the Queen 2 podcast, Queen 2 King podcast... Because I want to talk about you know, disabilities. I, I want to talk oh. about DL people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to talk I about a- the church and their disdain for, like openness and real freedom and happiness for certain Oh, you are okay so we have to we have to talk um, off of this because you know I'm a person that I I saw many podcasts and this be behind but if you want to if you want to do I can help you it's real easy so so y'all here everybody now y'all gonna see why I'm on a a real hiatus now I can say I'm on a real hiatus for a purpose (laughs) So, so what I asked you before um, we got cut off is the fact that I know you in therapy. So, how did you pick your therapist? How it's going? Like, do your count? Like, do the therapy sessions? And also, how is therapy making your life better? Or this, you know, putting that um, tool in your belt to make things situation in your life better. I really appreciate that question, Quincy. Um, it's a very loaded question. Um, my therapy journey, um, the therapist that I have right now has been by the grace of God because I have a care team. The care team noticed that I was like depressed, um, and having some other like issues for like work, societal stuff. And they were like, we have a behavioral health department. Would you like to check in with them? And so when I checked in with these folks, I was able to find a young woman who is black. She's actually from Africa. And uh, she is around my age. There's so many different complementary forms to like my therapy setting that makes me comfortable about speaking and like engaging. Um, I don't think if I did not have the type of demographic, like the, the, the demographic that I just told you, black woman close to my age from Africa, um, and she also is a little unconventional with how she looks. She has a septum piercing like myself. Like, 
Um, sitting in front of someone who kind of mirrors your aesthetic while you're in a very like personable, interpersonal, um, sensitive situation or setting makes me feel comfortable about being like, hey, this is what's going on and this is what I want to work on. Um, it sounds beautiful, but then also on the other tip, it was challenging for me because I didn't believe that she existed. <laughs> like I was like completely flabbergasted that I was able to find a therapist like herself. Now on the flip side of that, she will be leaving me in June and I've only been with her for a year. So when she leaves me, I don't, I'm kind of like, I'm in this weird gray space of like, do I have to like start finding a new therapist? Will I be as fortunate as I was this time? I do not want to have a white therapist. I do not want to have um, anybody who is not black. Like, and that's just my thing right now. If you're not a black person, I do not want to talk to you about my sensitive interpersonal stuff. Yeah. That's say that, say that, say that. Because I believe that <laughs> yeah. black and brown people only can do black and brown people stuff. And um this like I'm in a, another program where I'm virtual A and like I tell I'm like I am I'm the most highest paid because when it, it wanted to come and I also teach about, you know, the the fact that I when I speak of the language uh vocabulary and vernacular I say that's a different cultural field and I say as a black person I don't know what white privilege look like I don't know what a neighborhood I said now I'm adult I said I live in them type of neighborhoods where I am in a suburb here but I said I can tell you as a black person what a suburb like feels like because I never lived in the suburbs when I was a little kid I said I got cousin all that and I don't know what to be Yeah. Are you okay? But I know my spirit to some. In that, so I tell people all the time, get there, like get somebody that's related to you. Now, if you want to go out your culture and they got some similarities in that, I say go ahead. But it's up to you. It's up to you and how you want to take your therapy session. Like, like you say, resonate, and you can be openly with them and you can feel comfortable in your situation so going through that uh because you said this question was though this so we're gonna break this on down how is it um i'm gonna ask the last question before i go to the second one so with you going through the therapy session that how has it helped you and benefited you in your life um it it has helped me it has helped me like see things differently um, I think that's the biggest part for me. It's just like, I felt this way, but now I'm actually being able to isolate and concentrate on why it made me feel that way. And now I have some, some tactics to be like, if I feel this way, then I, this is how I respond to this. And it'll make me feel better because my response was a protection in that, you know? Um, right. my, my journey has been mostly like trust. Um, I have real huge trust issues on a broader scale. I do not trust society. Um, and that came out in my mental health diagnosis too, that I struggle with trusting societal things. Um, because being a black person, a black man, a gay black man, 
Um, there's just so many odds against you. And then when you're aware, you see a lot of stuff. So I'm just like always feeling like a constant case study, a living case study because of my skin. So this has helped me really, really isolate how to handle those situations. Right. Well, that's look, that's wonderful. That's good. Um, we'll wait. Look, we'll wait to talk about that together because, like you said, um, right. I got, I got, I got, I got something apart. Like that's a subject of another um show that's going to come up. So, yo, everybody, this is why I'm on a hiatus at all times. <laughs> Me not having a constant, a continuous, a um constant or just a a continuous schedule. Rock and record because stuff like this happens. Then, when I get together with a good, we'll talk about that on another podcast about uh, yeah. that type of relationship because maybe I could talk about here because it that goes to relationship part. But this is not what it is. This is mental health month. It is mental health month, <laughs> and I will keep it on you, there. Yeah, you like it's 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 really amazing. Like I was saying, um a few moments ago about like who is who is being heightened this year in mental health awareness and it's black men well first is white men because they are they have taken the brunt or the statistical data of they're the ones doing most of the mass shootings if not all of the mass shootings and um the second part is that they commit suicide on a very high rate as well um, and people don't talk about that, but white men are having those issues. Um, and then for black men, our issues is just basically affirming our um, existence in this in this in this world. Um, we have to do all the same stuff that everybody else does, but we don't get treated the same. Um, and then sometimes the treatment may be, or, or sometimes a traffic stop can end in death. Like, just knowing and being aware of stuff like that, seeing it on television, we could go to George Floyd, we could go to Michael Brown, Laquan McDonald, like, all of these names so and people. We can go with the men that's on the New York subway that this really happened, that he was um, mentally disabled, was throwing the fit, like, everybody else throwing the fit in. The brain was white and had two other guys hold him down while that one dude choking him for 15 minutes. And he said to the beat, someone said that he said, they got recording, they said he can't breathe. And they said, oh, we thought. I'm happy. That. And this this processing that because I said, you could have got that. First of all, y'all can go for second degree murder or mess. Did that guy die? Yeah, he died. Oh my gosh. That he died. Horrible. So I'm I'm looking for a second degree. I'm looking for a second degree murder or manslaughter. And then um when somebody will talk about that, I say, I know, I know personally I got triggers. And my <laughs> trigger to that is because like now the boy is free after the boy doesn't who know who shot me is free. He trying to sue the city, the state, whatever, and all that. And I got to do some paper and write something with paper like, oh, go ahead. Do that, but you're not gonna come against me because when that DA dropped my case, I said everything I read, I said wrong. I know, I said, I know you kidding me. I know what I said about the stuff and what you trying to make up or whatever. I said, ooh baby, ooh baby. And then all the times that you know, 
that also triggers me about the justice system all that how you know you these white men be I said y'all be these white men y'all talking about y'all got like you said about the mental health y'all in front y'all to be one to doing the shit and then y'all go oh my mental health and that I said yeah but y'all play off of others mental health just like the words you saying then definitely take my name like I'm a liar and all that and I was like, if I ever got to go and stand, I'm going to say no. I wanted to get your ass to the ground because you know the person that shot me. Fess up. This person that name right there. If you don't, go. you need to get put in jail by uh, for accessory. But this man want to go for the gutter gutter. But past that, um, the fact that the white men are on top of that list and they need the most help. Y'all need to stop doing the shit y'all doing. This is a, I'm not saying that all white men are doing it. But y'all white men that know that y'all got that syndrome of privilege and all that bullshit, y'all need to stop doing. If y'all stop doing, y'all mental health will be aligned because y'all the one expecting all of the cultures to have brick breakdowns where it's like, can we trust you? Like, like your your example, I don't trust society. I'm I'm right along with there that I can't trust society because I'm paralyzed in the bed and now you make it seem like I'm a liar. But words that come like my mouth is a lying thing. It's not. It's not. It's not. And I'm not gonna go for. It. I ain't gonna go for that. But um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say this, Quincy, and thank you for sharing that because um, I still feel some kind of way, and I don't think I would ever not feel some kind of way about you being maliciously attacked by another Chicagoan um, who lives in a in an underprivileged neighborhood. I grew up in a neighborhood that you were shot in. And I do not like that. I do not fuck with that. Excuse my language. Um, And the fact of the matter that Kim, and this is what I have to say about the DA's office, which Kim Fox is the leader of that that department. Um, I wish I would have known that some of this stuff was happening to you because I'm like, we need to write a letter to Kim Fox. And the reason why I say that is because and something so erroneous as this as like uh as many robbings as happens in this city. I've been robbed at gunpoint. Um I have I have been robbed by knife points. Um I you know, all of these different things have happened and the outcomes of them could have been different. I could not be alive right now in some of those situations. So the DA's office has failed you. They have failed our community. Um, it is apparent that this person did a crime and they were let off. Um, there was some xenophobia in your case. Um, I just don't fuck with none of it. And this just goes back to perpetuate black-on-black crime also because it's like this person knows that they did something wrong. They had a weapon in their hand. They maliciously hurt you, and then they got away with it. What kind of precedent do you think that sets for a criminal? They're going to fucking do it again. Mm -hmm. They're going to do it again. And it's not already going around talking about how they got away with it. And you're not the only person I have witnessed in my personal life that has had a case go to trial. And the people are out here free, like living their lives. And you're suffering in some ways because you're not suffering all the way, baby. The only thing that, that we have the issue with is the fact that that bitch is running, walking around free. That's the only issue. Other than that, you are beautiful, you are vivacious, and you are alive and aware. But, those, but 
But to have that happen and there not be justice just goes to show you also what kind of society we live in. <laughs> like, that's why I don't trust society because of something like this being able to happen. My cousin being stabbed 12 times by his neighbor, his neighbor and his, and his girlfriend attacked my cousin. And I think because my cousin is an openly gay man, um, they didn't take his case seriously. It's like two people on one with sharp objects. Come on. 12, 12, 12 slices to my stomach. Come on. Like, this exactly. isn't a screen movie. This is real life. Exactly. So, a lot of it is disheartening. And it really makes me angry, just to be quite frankly honest. I'm just like, oh, I just want to do something. <laughs> like, no, you, like, you know, you right, you know, because um, a lot of people ask, like, what puts you, they go about your mental health from that, and this, like you were saying, like, you know, the white man first, and then, you know, black man that, and I go, I said, I'm happy that you brought up that point because I'm bringing up the point of why, why people tell mental health, and especially in the brown, black, especially black and brown society, because y'all be y'all be doing stuff and they talk about oh it's da 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 no y'all know y'all y'all be fucking doing this like um yep. the manifesto of the now this is a non-binary person that's identifying that is um female identifying but um but. But, but the okay, they female at birth, but they male identifying, and they're trying to say, oh, the transgender trying to do something and do all these laws and da 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 da. And I'm like, first of all, yeah, they immediately person. went to xenophobia rhetoric immediately, yeah. immediately. That's, I said, first of all, they still white in America, so let a black person had done this, right? At doing and then identifying, y'all really will make the screen. And then I was like, y'all, I said, y'all are doing the thing. That's why I'm so happy that you said something about that. And then it went back to the man on a um, train. That's why in Brooklyn, well, I don't know what happened in Brooklyn or Harlem, but they got a whole, they shut down a whole train station. Uh, trains not running or nothing like that to get justice for this man because you, y'all walking away scot-free. Like all oh, nothing happened, and like I said, that's a trigger. Only reason that's a trigger for me because of what's going on now. And like you said, I'm so vibrant, I'm so bad. I'm just mad about that. The shooter, the I mean, the part I never know, I don't know who the shooter is, but the person who knows the shooter is walking away from this in the shooter, and I'm in this bed. Something gotta happen. And then the fact that right. I never got no victim of crime and all that, I said, that's that's down to it. But I said, I lost my job because of this, and I said, luckily that. I'm a person that my mom, my dad said, you got to hustle. Whatever you got to do, get back on your feet and do what you got to do. Hustle and do what you got to do. So luckily that I have done that to put myself in that place to do that. But I'm like, y'all, I said, y'all, I like, it does play, it did, it does play my mental health just a tad bit, but it doesn't play my mental health where I know that, you know, there's a power being up above and mm -hmm. that. He looks down on me and says, "What's you gonna self care of this because you going self you your self care is gonna help other folks. So keep on being a big mouth who you are. Keep on being the disruptor like T D Jack's two book is disruption. Being that do that be that because you're the one that it's time for me to bring pull you on up and your people on out and to show the world that you know it's time for some disruption and cultural disruption where 
these people been here, y'all been walking past them, that maybe gave you a little smell, a little fragrance to make you happy for that time you've been around them after that, you might left them, but they still there, so let me dig them up and put you here, there, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just, that's why I picked you as the first person to interview about mental health because you're the one that I tell people, I said, if you know the many roots that's underneath my tree, and if I were to dig them out and just set them by my tree far mm-hmm. enough, I said far enough where I can reach them to pull them back so mm-hmm. they can get painted back and being a root. I said, but this close enough to let them do their own ground. I said, trust me, you will see another perspective of me in the world. Cause I, res- I said, it's so much resonating with that you will go, damn, you right. And I was like, and y'all think, I was like, and y'all think that my mouth is my mouth, I'm not, my mouth is eloquently uh, for the petty for the read. I ain't gonna lie to nobody. Eloquently mm-hmm. petty for the read. While their mm-hmm. mouth is eloquent and really, they won't give you the read. They give you the soft, nice, oh, here we go. Oh, it's a, it's a here you go. But when you get that pepper from your face, it plainly says in black, not the white, in black print, everything that you need to know and you about to get it. So that's why, uh, I had to have you first doing one of my mini interviews on here. Yeah, I like, I really do appreciate that. Um, One of the things that I like, I've been trying to do this when I have like um, think tank conversations or whatever. I want to give some solutions to some of these things that are happening to us in society. The first solution is defund the damn police. And this is what I mean specifically by defund the police. Any police officer who does a crime that will be considered a crime to citizens should clearly be getting a bank account hit. That should not be coming out of TIF money. It should not be coming out of taxpayer dollars. If you did a crime and we told your ASS not to do that and we taught you not to do that and you still did it, we hitting your Charles Schwab, your Fifth Third, your Bank of America, your Huntington Bank, your PTN, whatever the hell bank institution you go by, we, we tap that account. Actually, your paycheck's too short to even pay for it, so, ooh, your check getting garnished. Like, that type of stuff would make people behave. Oh, they don't even know they mm-hmm. do that. No, they don't. Well, my a person that reads statistical data a lot, they do not do that. And I'll I will say, now, uh, Mm-hmm. They might not do that in Chicago, but Ohio. We I'm got talking about a the of cops wrong. should be getting charged for doing crime. Inmates are inmates. They already get charged. Inmates. They created the bail bonding system through Kim Fox's office, and she didn't really create that. She helped perpetuate that. It's basically so that poor people wouldn't be left in jail over our night. You get tracked stop for a traffic stop. I'm sorry, I went sidebar on this. No, it's but fine. You, you get tra- You get stopped for a traffic stop, and people end up going to jail. Like my student, her boyfriend yesterday got stopped in the car, and he went to jail. He just got out at three in the morning this morning or whatever. Um, defund the police is one of my tactics. The second thing is. If there were more programs like there was when I was coming up, and this is crazy, it's not even that long ago, I'm 33 years old, like what gives? There needs to be programs, Boys and Girls Club, y- YMCA, CYC. I was a part of CYC, Chicago Youth Program, or Chicago um, Youth Center, 
and Oakdale Gardens, the free lunch program, the free breakfast program. When you take away stuff like that because of funding the police's bad behavior, because they have to settle out in court with an $80 million case that they didn't want to settle out at first with, which was $10 million, now Mm -hmm. everyone suffers. And that suffrage creates poverty, creates crime, and have us having the societal issues that we're having right now in this podcast that's wrapped around mental health and stability. Because mm-hmm. I can't tell the kids that's out here with these guns, these high-powered um, guns, hey, you shouldn't have these guns. They're going to say, why shouldn't I have these guns? Mm-hmm. Y'all not giving me a reason to replace this gun with a pencil or with a paintbrush or, you know what I'm saying, or a tool kit. Like, it ain't none of that happening. So, mm-hmm. until they realize, and, and, and when I say they, I'm talking about all of us. Exactly. We can we know what's wrong, but we need everyone to step up. We need everyone to say, Hey, I seen that kid every day when I got up. Um, such and such. Maybe that kid that did that crime to you had something good at one point and then it got taken away and it created him to the person he is today, which does not justify his behavior, but it created a trajectory of poverty stricken suffrage. Suffrage yes. will make people do all sorts of things to survive. And this yes. is really sad. Yes. You you say you saying right like that I um uh, the only the strongest will survive by Darwin. You write about all that and then I was gonna say to you in Ohio, well in Columbus, I'm gonna say Ohio a little bit, but I don't know what happened <laughs> in Cleveland and Cincinnati and all the other places because I don't live Wait, there. Well, I know know. We have oh, there's a lot of defunding the, of the popo police here. So we have a felony law. You can't swap here in Columbus. If you swap here in Columbus, you're going to get a felony. That's a felony one. Um, if you are a police officer that has done a crime, it hits your bank account. It don't hit the the it don't hit the police department. It hits the bank account. It hits your the it hits your personal bank account. But if it's an overall crime that it going to hit your bank account and the police at the same time because where was that in your training and they're going to look at the training like hey this that it going to hit both it going to hit both um now i'm as well as i'm in your age range you know i'm 34 and i had all that too i had some type of recreational center to go to some type of program to go to every summer um some swimming pools like before they hit they started doing the swimming pools here um they got the little water parks now where they have open all that, but they had uh, you know, different things for the the I told now the kids that used to do now. That's why I'm on my campaign now to um if anybody wanna be a sponsor, hit me on up. I'll tell you only thirty dollars. So basically what your thirty dollars is gonna do is help a kid, a youth or an adult get a puppet from Dupa Dupa stock puppet company that I'm working with. And their puppets, um, if you look on my, you know, on my Instagram, my business and mm-hmm. my personal page, well my business page. Um and my personal page, too, I've been doing skits with them. These companies, these sock puppet companies, um, this sock puppet company is very good with the quality of socks they do and how they make them. And then with the kits, it's underneath, let's say, all together, it's underneath $40 if you get the kit. It's underneath $50. It's underneath $50 if you get kit. And then underneath um, 
twenty dollars. Well, if I add twenty one, I'm gonna say round up, change twenty one dollars just to get one puppet. So my goal is to do a lot of that out here and then to bring puppetry to people because I say even though but puppetry is the OR, it's the art of you can help your mental health. Um I tell people because someone asked me, how did you get the as many puppies as you got. I said, I got this one puppy. I got it off of me that day. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Um, and I said, people never seen me at an angry or mad state. I said, y'all just seen me, well, no, mad. I ain't gonna say angry, at a mad state. And someone said, yeah, right. And I was like, I want this puppy right here. I kept seeing it. I kept seeing it. And basically, this um, puppet is for emotional support. And one day, me and the puppet was talking. And the puppet got my voice to this. Bro, relax like this, bro. It's like mm-hmm. this and said, you won't get more puppies. I said, you were lying. I'm going to get more puppies. And sure enough, two month, two weeks later, a, a day later, I'm people like, hey, if we, if you just pay for the $5 shipping, we can send it out to you. And this dude, this dude, your little um, cameos, hey, it's yours. Can you do this? Can you do that? Can you be part of our production? Can we just record this up? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I can't say nothing because I'm, I'm under some stuff are under the NDA. Some stuff the NDA has expired, but I still won't say nothing because I made I I it was that right there, and I said, oh my goodness, this little puppet told me I'm gonna get more puppets, and I got if if y'all I have one day I have to um um show y'all how I mean I probably got fifty plus I'm on fifty plus because I have a lot. And I'm still learning about different puppetry styles because my next style is to learn um, marionette because the strings. I know that's that. I said the pup, the um, paper doll puppets and all that. I can teach you how to do that. I said, but my goal is to do the for, do them forms, but also with these soft puppets. You know, the business it made is co. Of the co-head is a blind man and the woman. She's a nice little Caucasian woman. They visit in California, and like I said. Um, it's real nice, and as you being sponsored with sponsoring somebody with your thirty dollars, your thirty dollars is you get to name the puppet. Also, mm-hmm. with naming the puppet, one of my uh, puppets I already have will give you a video message, and that video message will be on my page, or you can keep it and do it on your page. And then also, because I'm with We Talk Radio Station, um, which I will get that more with y'all about We Talk Radio Station, but they are going to do, if you got a business or anything, that we'll put an ad up for you on their um, Instagram page. So that's what the $30 is given, and it's always a thank you, and always you get to see. I could tell people, when you get to name this puppy, you get to see what kid, what adult, or who gets the puppy, and why they're getting it, and the whole, you know, thank you, all that. So I'm doing that this summer as well as, you know, I'm doing my I'm doing I'm full on doing a lot of puppetry stuff, period, just because the world needs a different culture of puppetry and also there's not too many black puppeteers that you see out here to say that I'm a puppeteer and all that. So that's what I'm doing. Hey everybody, so this remember I am now on Spotify who bought Anchor. So of course now we're on Anchor and Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts. I'm also on Apple on Amazon. I have been spending, and also the Queen Q King podcast does have an Instagram page. All you gotta look up is Queen Q King. That is Q U E E N, capital Q, and then another capital Q, and then the K and King is lowercase, and it's K I N G King. So just remember, and also leave me a review. Um, send me messages. You can DM me questions or anything. We are spending. We are going, and. 
thank you all for watching. Well, I said for watching. <laughs> for listening. Alright, back to the podcast. Hey. Hey, hey. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. <laughs> so, everybody, be Xavier, a.k.a. We don't have to worry about everybody knowing your name, but welcome to the Queen Two Team Podcast. Everybody, you know, we always talk about mental health relationships and sex, and I had to bring you on because, you know, much of me talking about mental health, you know, I like to have close people uh, in my life talk about mental health and also, you know, express their feelings about mental health. So, how do you feel about this month being Mental Health Awareness Month and about mental health this period? That's a really good question. Um, I feel like mental health awareness needs to be 365 days a year. Um, we, our societies, because we have multiple forms of societies on the planet right now, are all dealing with different types of like, like things that make us feel things, um, also make us react to the things that we are being subjugated to, whether that's like multimedia, um, um, actual socialization, and then also the lack of socialization. Um, so mental health should be 365 days a year. This month, though, in particular, I have been seeing a lot of folks talk more about Black men's mental health as well as white men's mental health. Um, And I brought those two things up because of the mass shootings that have been happening, and we're up to 200 now. And that's more than how many days it's been in a year already. So... I'll leave with that. <laughs> no, 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 that was great because that great, great insight. So like you said, mental health needs to be 365 because I always believe that that's why this, my podcast is based off of mental health, relationship, and sex um, because all three of those go hand in hand when it comes to things. And then also, I like exactly what you wanted to say that you know, mental health is bringing up in a lot of different things now. So, let me knit you down to this being us being queer black folks and how we need to speak about our mental health more and we need to talk about mental health more in our culture, in our society. I ain't gonna say knit you down to that. This is down to us being black folks in the culture of black and brown people that we need to talk about this more. Yes, absolutely. Um, and just to think about like um I don't know if this is appropriate to talk about in this podcast, but in my you can own, talk about anything. Okay, in my own personal journey, um, I literally just got diagnosed um, because I wanted to make sure that I was okay because of the work that I'm doing in the community, and I just found out that um, I have anxiety and um, PTSD. And um, having those, knowing that you have those as a diagnosis, but also knowing that you didn't feel okay all the time, it kind of, it kind of like um, gave me a, a breath of fresh air in a sense of, hey, Damien, these are some things that you can like work on in a different way or focus on because you're aware 
of this, your heightened awareness. Um, I, I was petrified. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get these tests done. I don't know what to expect. Like, what does it mean when I find out what I find out? And it wasn't that bad, but we need to make people more comfortable with going to seek help or support when they're not feeling good because people normally don't. And that's what um, codifies violence and other malicious behaviors. Right. Right. Because, you know, um, you know, I'm close with you and you close with me. And it's just like in my situation now because many people say, well, Quincy, why haven't you went to a a person to talk to outside that? And that's so I secretly and y'all just know now I have. And every time I talk to them, they go, I feel like that you're talking to me and that you're not talking to you're you're all the you are the um therapist and I'm the patient. And they ask me all the time, like, oh, how are you so you know open with that and everything? I said, I said things where they are right now, but I said in the mind, I said, but you know, you gotta go to your three people. I said my little Quincy had broke up to a disabled Quincy, little Quincy, and everybody Quincy. Then I said my middle Quincy is my high, was is going on right now in my low. And I said, them always talk to my little Quincy because they want to know where they at to the Quincy now where I look at them off the table and go, okay, so let's all have a conversation. Are we going to have the intervention today? Are we going to have... Hey, hey, everybody. So it is the end of the podcast. I'll make sure that you can um, reach Damien, a.k.a. Xavier, um, at his socials. I'll put them in the description. As well as I have a campaign going on. Like I told everybody, um... I am helping the, you know, we say it's un, uh, people say, oh, it's the unprivileged and all that. I'm just helping the world, period. I'm helping from the disabled to the elderly and all the adults that still need a nostalgia to help them go through to the young adults that's going to be an adult and say, here's nostalgia and make sure that you give it to the kids and everything. Um, So I have a company called the Black Bucket Puppetry. Um, you know, I'm a puppeteer, so that was a surprise to y'all. I was going to say next month for everything. That's why I said hiatus. Um, but, yeah, I'm a puppeteer. Um, and I've been doing this for a minute. I've just been hiding the fact I've been doing it in that. And I'm fortunate enough to have multiple puppets and everything. Um, I'm showing different people, different styles of puppetry that because you don't see the one style of art is art. And it's the art to be a puppeteer. It's the art to be in puppetry period so i have a campaign that's going on and um i will have that as well in there so if you sponsor 30 dollars you get to name a puppet you also will get a message from one of the black bucket puppets bucket that's a bucket puppets i hope you are the black bucket puppets um i know it's a tongue twister when i thought of the name also um you get a um, advertisement on the We Need to Talk radio station. Once again, that is We Need to Talk station on IG will advertise your business or whatever you want to advertise on there. It might be just to show some media. And as well, there'll be more to come if you sponsor. Now, you can also fund the campaign as well because a crumb, a penny, 
anything will work because I am doing episodes on the offline. I'm doing workshops. I'm doing everything. This some power. This to bring back laughter. This to bring back unconditional love, joy, and happiness to the people. So definitely, um, that will be in there. You know, all my links and all that will be in this description. And just stay on the lookout for things. And thank you all for enjoying the Q Queen King podcast. Once again, that's. Queen Q King Podcast. Oh yeah. Make sure to follow the Instagram of the Q Queen of the Q Queen King Podcast because it does have the Instagram and I've been recording multiple stuff on there. You catch future episodes and all that on there because I just be on live and I don't care if nobody comes to the live or anything. I will just talk my own self and just be up there just to have the people know that, you know. Everything's still rolling, everything. So you can see them lies at the Q Queen King Pod. If you look up Q, if you look up Queen Q King, that is Q U E E N Q K I N G, you will see the um, Instagram. Everybody don't get talked sometimes. But y'all will see that on there. Um, like I said, I will go on live and do all the stuff, and you'll see um, what I'm doing and everything. Most likely, it will be on audio version because I will take that um, live and put it on a podcast so everybody will know and everything. Um, like I said, just be on the lookout for stuff. Um, follow my business page at qkb.e88. Once again, that's qkbay88. Um, yes, um, you look at me on there because a lot of um, stuff is going on there and the campaign and a lot of my business stuff. You can contact me for business purposes on there. Um, DM me. You can DM me questions for um, the podcast is there. Um, also, you know, on the podcast um, Instagram, so you can um, DM me on there. Then my personal page, the QK, um, that is my personal page there. You can see my art and what I'm doing. I'm collabing with a lot of illustrators and that, so be on the lookout for their stories and everything. Just be on the lookout because it's going down in the DM, and I can't wait to show y'all some stuff um, that's being planned again. Baby, what I tell you, it's about to go down. It's about to go down in the DM. So, um, yeah, you know, um, you know, you know, you know what it is. So, um, just be on the lookout and thank you all for tuning into the Q Queen King podcast. Just know that love here is always unconditional. And if nobody told you that they love you today, just know that you are loved unconditionally. Just know that this intention and love for you to be here and thank you for listening. I'm always humble for y'all to listen and just remember I made the podcast for the podcast for you. So you know our three favorite subjects is mental health, relationships, and sex. And this podcast is for you. So let's talk about those things and let's really unapologetically talk about those things. Be you be genuine. And thank you all for watching the watching listening. You know what it is. Oh, so I'll see you next time.